Thanks for joining us for the LaCroix Family Podcast today. We are reading Deuteronomy chapters 5 through 7 today in our Bible reading plan. We're on day 72. Let's get started with Deuteronomy chapter 5. Moses summoned all Israel and said, Hear, O Israel, the decrees and laws I declare in your hearing today. Learn them and be sure to follow them. The Lord our God made a covenant with us at Horeb. It was not with our fathers that the Lord made this covenant, but with us, with all of us who are alive here today. The Lord spoke to you face to face out of the fire on the mountain. At that time I stood between the Lord and you to declare to you the word of the Lord, because you were afraid of the fire and did not go up the mountain. And he said, I am the Lord your God who brought you out of Egypt, out of the land of slavery. You shall have no other gods before me. You shall not make for yourself an idol in the form of anything in heaven above or on the earth beneath or in the waters below. You shall not bow down to them or worship them. For I, the Lord your God, am a jealous God, punishing the children for the sins of the fathers to the third and fourth generation of those who hate me, but showing love to a thousand generations of those who love me and keep my commandments. You shall not misuse the name of the Lord your God, for the Lord will not hold anyone guiltless who misuses his name. Observe the Sabbath day by keeping it holy, as the Lord your God has commanded you. Six days you shall labor and do all your work, but the seventh day is a Sabbath to the Lord your God. On it you shall not do any work, neither you nor your son or daughter, nor your manservant or maidservant, nor your ox, your donkey, or any of your animals, nor the alien within your gates, so that your manservant and maidservant may rest as you do. Remember that you were slaves in Egypt, and that the Lord your God brought you out of there with a mighty hand and an outstretched arm. Therefore the Lord your God has commanded you to observe the Sabbath day. Honor your father and your mother as the Lord your God has commanded you, so that you may live long and that it may go well with you in the land that the Lord your God is giving you. You shall not murder. You shall not commit adultery. You shall not steal. You shall not give false testimony against your neighbor. You shall not covet your neighbor's wife. You shall not set your desire on your neighbor's house or land his manservant or maidservant, his ox or donkey, or anything that belongs to your neighbor. These are the commandments the Lord proclaimed in a loud voice to your whole assembly there on the mountain from out of the fire, the cloud, and the deep darkness. And he added nothing more. Then he wrote them on two stone tablets and gave them to me. When you heard the voice out of the darkness while the mountain was ablaze with fire, all the leading men of your tribes and your elders came to me, and you said, The Lord our God has shown us his glory and his majesty, and we have heard his voice from the fire. Today we have seen that a man can live even if God speaks with him. But now, why should we die? This great fire will consume us, and we will die if we hear the voice of the Lord our God any longer. For what mortal man has ever heard the voice of the living God speaking out of fire as we have and survived? Go near and listen to all that the Lord our God says. Then tell us whatever the Lord our God tells you. We will listen and obey. The Lord heard you when you spoke to me, and the Lord said to me, I have heard what this people said to you. Everything they said was good. 
Oh, that their hearts would be inclined to fear me and keep all my commands always, so that it might go well with them and their children forever. Go tell them to return to their tents, but you stay here with me so that I may give you all the commands, decrees, and laws you are to teach them to follow in the land I am giving them to possess. So be careful to do what the Lord your God has commanded you. Do not turn aside to the right or to the left. Walk in all the way that the Lord your God has commanded you, so that you may live and prosper and prolong your days in the land you will possess. These are the commands, decrees, and laws that the Lord your God directed me to teach you to observe in the land that you are crossing the Lord Jordan to possess, so that you, your children, and their children after them may fear the Lord your God as long as you live by keeping all his decrees and commands that I give you, and so that you may enjoy long life. Hear, O Israel, and be careful to obey, so that it may go well with you, and that you may increase greatly in a land flowing with milk and honey, just as the Lord, the God of your fathers, promised you. Hear, O Israel, the Lord our God, the Lord is one. Love the Lord your God with all your heart, and with all your soul, and with all your strength. These commandments that I give you today are to be upon your hearts. Impress them on your children. Talk about them when you sit at home. And when you walk along the road, when you lie down, and when you get up, tie them as symbols on your hands and bind them on your foreheads. Write them on the door frames of your houses and on your gates. When the Lord your God brings you into the land he swore to your fathers, to Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, to give you a land with large, flourishing cities you did not build, houses filled with all kinds of good things you did not provide, Wells you did not dig, and vineyards and olive groves you you did not plant. Then when you eat and are satisfied, be careful that you do not forget the Lord who brought you out of Egypt, out of the land of slavery. Fear the Lord your God, serve him only, and take your oaths in his name. Do not follow other gods, the gods of the peoples around you. For the Lord your God, who is among you, is a jealous God, and his anger will burn against you, and he will destroy you from the face of the land. Do not test the Lord your God as you did at Massa. Be sure to keep the commands of the Lord your God and the stipulations and decrees he has given you. Do what is right and good in the Lord's sight, so that it may go well with you, and you may go in and take over the good land that the Lord promised on oath to your fathers, forefathers, thrusting out all your enemies before you, as the Lord said. In the future, when your son asks you, What is the meaning of the stipulations, decrees, and laws the Lord our God has commanded you? Tell him, We were slaves of Pharaoh in Egypt. But the Lord brought us out of Egypt with a mighty hand. Before our eyes the Lord sent miraculous signs and wonders, great and terrible, upon Egypt and Pharaoh and his whole household. But he brought us out from there to bring us in and give us the land that he promised on oath to our forefathers. The Lord commanded us to obey all these decrees and to fear the Lord our God, so that we might always prosper and be kept alive, as is the case today. And if we are careful to obey all this law before the Lord our God, as he has commanded us, that will be our righteousness. When the Lord your God brings you into the land you are entering to possess and drives out before you many nations, the Hittites, Girgashites, Amorites, Canaanites, Perizzites, Hivites, and Jebusites, seven nations larger and stronger than you, 
And when the Lord your God has delivered them over to you and you have defeated them, then you must destroy them totally. Make no treaty with them and show them no mercy. Do not intermarry with them. Do not give your daughters to their sons or take their daughters for your sons, for they will turn your sons away from following me to serve other gods, and the Lord's anger will burn against you and will quickly destroy you. This is what you are to do to them. Break down their altars, smash their sacred stones, cut down their Asherah poles, and burn their idols in the fire. For you are a people holy to the Lord your God. The Lord your God has chosen you out of all the peoples on the face of the earth to be his people, his treasured possession. The Lord did not set his affection on you and choose you because you were more numerous than other peoples, for you were the fewest of all peoples. But it was because the Lord loved you and kept the oath he swore to your forefathers that he brought you out with a mighty hand and redeemed you from the land of slavery, from the power of Pharaoh, king of Egypt. Know therefore that the Lord your God is God. He is the faithful God, keeping his covenant of love to a thousand generations of those who love him and keep his commands. But those who hate him he will repay to their face by destruction. He will not be slow to repay to their face those who hate him. Therefore, take care to follow the commands, decrees, and laws I give you today. If you pay attention to these laws and are careful to follow them, then the Lord your God will keep his covenant of love with you as he swore to your forefathers. He will love you and bless you and increase your numbers. He will bless the fruit of your womb, the crops of your land, your grain, new wine, and oil, the calves of your herds, and the lambs of your flocks in the land that he swore to your forefathers to give you. You will be blessed more than any other people. None of your men or women will be childless, nor any of your livestock without young. The Lord will keep you free from every disease. He will not inflict on you the horrible diseases you knew in Egypt, but he will inflict on inflict them on all who hate you. You must destroy all the peoples the Lord your God gives over to you. Do not look on them with pity or do not serve their and do not serve their gods, for that will be a snare to you. You may say to yourselves, These nations are stronger than we are. How can we drive them out? But do not be afraid of them. Remember well what the Lord your God did to Pharaoh and to all Egypt. You saw with your own eyes the great trials, the miraculous signs and wonders, the mighty hand and outstretched arm with which the Lord your God brought you out. The Lord your God will do the same to all the peoples you now fear. Moreover, the Lord your God will send the hornet among them until even the survivors who hid from you have perished. Do not be terrified by them, for the Lord your God who is among you is a great and awesome God. The Lord your God will drive out those nations before you little by little. You will not be allowed to eliminate them all at once, or the wild animals will multiply around you. But the Lord your God will deliver them over to you, throwing them into great confusion until they are destroyed. He will give their kings into your hand, and you will wipe out their names from under heaven. No one will be able to stand up against you. You will destroy them. The images of their gods you are to burn in the fire. Do not covet the silver and gold on them, and do not take it for yourselves, or you will be ensnared by it, for it is detestable to the Lord your God. Do not bring a detestable thing into your house, or you, like it, will be set apart for destruction." Utterly abhor and detest it, for it is set apart for destruction. 
Several things stood out to me in these chapters today. The first is in chapter 5, after these commandments were given by God, Moses says that these commandments were given by the Lord, and he added nothing more, it says in verse 22. And I think that's an interesting statement that there's there are these simple, um, maybe not so simple, but concise commandments that God gave and then the statement is made that God added nothing more. It's comforting to me that God does, doesn't give us more than we can handle. And then just a few verses later, it's interesting how the people, they recognize that they're, you know, they're just told that they've been able to hear God's voice in the fire and live, but then they turn around because they're still afraid and think that they're going to die. In verse 25, they say, now why should we die? The great fire will consume us. So even though they've just heard God's voice from the fire, they still are afraid and still think that they're going to die. But it says in verse 28 or 29 that what the people said was good, that God was glad that they feared him. And this statement in verse 29 where God says, Oh, that their hearts would be inclined to fear me and keep all my commands always so that it might go well with them and their children forever. So it was a good thing, actually, that the people feared God. So even though they recognized that they had been able to listen to God's voice from the fire and that they hadn't been destroyed, and it seems like they would want to hear his voice even more and that they they would have been encouraged, you know, that God hadn't destroyed them. But God says here that it was actually a good thing that they feared him and that they were still afraid that he might destroy them, um, even though they had survived once from hearing his voice, even in the midst of the fire. These verses in Deuteronomy chapter 6 are some that our family has really taken to heart, especially as we homeschool and believe that, that these are clear directives to parents of how we are to teach our children um, specifically as we sit at home and walk along the road when we lie down, when we get up. So all throughout the day, um, you know, when we wake up in the morning, when we go to bed at night, throughout the day as we walk, as we're going places, um, as we're sitting, these are the times when we teach our children about these commandments and impress the impress these truths and, and these commands from God upon their hearts. One of the other things that struck me this time as I was reading through chapter 7 is where God says um, in verse 8, it was because the Lord loved you and kept the oath he swore to your forefathers that he brought you out with a mighty hand and redeemed you from the land of slavery, from the power of Pharaoh, king of Egypt. And I think, you know, it's hard to understand how God commanded the Israelites to just completely wipe out these people. But I think if we focus on the fact that God loved the Israelites, he didn't have to love anyone. <laughs> he, he didn't have to save anyone. 
He could have wiped everyone out from the whole face of the earth because we were all sinful and unholy and and not worthy of his love. But he chose to love some, and he chose to love the Israelites. I think for everyone who is reading this scripture can understand that God has chosen to love you and consider the fact that God chooses to love some and and he creates everyone for whatever purpose he has established them to fulfill. So I think of the passage where it talks about God being the potter and how he creates different different vessels for different purposes. And so if he creates some that he then decides to destroy, well, that's his prerogative as God to do so. But the fact is that he's created some of us that he has chosen then to lavish his love upon and to demonstrate how great his love is in the midst of our sinfulness and in the midst of our unholiness and our unworthiness of his love. He loves us anyway. And he demonstrates this through the Israelites that he's chosen to love them in spite of their disobedience, in spite of their continued sin. And so if we consider that it's a little easier to understand how God can command them to then go through and wipe out all the peoples, um, all the other people groups there. You know, God created them too, but he didn't choose to love them in the same way that he chose to love the Israelites. And that's okay that God chose to love some and he chose to lavish his love out upon some, and he chose to create others for different purposes. I think it's interesting also at the end of chapter 7, I've noticed that in verse 22 it says, The Lord your God will drive out those nations before you little by little. You'll not be allowed to eliminate them all at once, or the wild animals will multiply around you. That This is something I hadn't ever noticed before, that God actually was protecting the Israelites and taking them little by little to conquer these lands as a way of protecting them and leading them through in, at a safe pace that they could handle and that they would be able to be protected even from the wild animals that would come in. And so he could have obviously just wiped out all of these people groups before them, but he did it in this particular way for particular reasons. It was also interesting to read that God, even those people that were able to escape and hide from the Israelites, that God was going to send hornets to destroy them. That was something that I hadn't recognized before. So God made sure that every single person was driven out from the land before them and even sent hornets to to destroy those who may have escaped and been able to hide from them. Well, thanks for listening today. I pray today that you will recognize that God has chosen to love you and to lavish his love upon you in many ways. I pray that that will be a comforting and encouraging thought that will strengthen you to obey and listen to these commands and to know that his commands are 
are given to us as we are able to understand little by little. And so my prayer is that we will continue to learn little by little as we read each day and learn more about God and about what we are to do so that we can live in obedience to him and his word. Have a great day. Thank you.